0: And you know what I realized? I realized that my level of expertise in fulfillment was not going to be directly correlated to me getting more customers. It's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets. Greg here. Today's episode is about mistakes I've made in business, and I've made a lot of them, plenty, plenty, plenty. And let me tell you something, those mistakes, uh, might have cost me something in the beginning, but man, it has paid off in the end. Listen, y'all, here's the deal. You can only read so many books, okay? At some point, you're going to have to go out there and actually try to do the thing, okay? And you're going to probably suck. I mean, there's a high probability that's going to happen, but you're going to make mistakes. But the mistakes, to me, is the highest form of of learning and and building yourself to where you're on the path to mastery. So anyways, I, I'm the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm looking at this right here. So if you're just listening to the podcast, I'm holding in my hand an advanced copy of The Healthcare Innovator's Path, How to Break the Time for Money Trap, How to Create 24-7 Income Streams, and Build Wealth to Leave a Lasting Legacy. And this is my new book, and I'm really excited about it. It's my, not new book, it's my only book that I've ever written. Which just pretty amazing because I've actually had, um, two books written about me but I didn't write it but this here is my book and I'm really proud of this and you know what I'm 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 looking at the book right and I'm looking at the first section of the book and here's what the first chapter is it's called the broken system and I'm looking at like how, why am I able to write about the broken system I was like well because I was a part of it I was a part of the broken system and it nearly broke me okay and then I go and I look at chapter 2 The chapter two is the new paradigm. Well, why am I able to write about the new paradigm? It's because I was a part of the old paradigm that many of you are a part of, and I knew how I felt and how much stress and anxiety it gave me, so that's the reason why I feel so strongly about talking about the new paradigm. Okay, cool. All right, let's talk about the next chapter. Let me see what the next chapter is. It is um, positioning yourself as the healthcare authority. So why am I able to talk about that? Well, because I used to try to position myself as a healthcare authority by going to every single CEU course, getting every single certification, get as many S's behind my name. And I realized that all it was giving me was a backpack and a bag of Skittles. And it was giving me no more money, no more freedom, no more time. And uh, that's the reason why I'm able to talk about it. My point is, I'm able to talk about a lot of things because I've made lots of mistakes. And that's what I think is important when it comes to. Um, who you're listening to, if they're only talking about the good stuff and they're not talking about any of the bad stuff, well, then this is what can happen. What can happen is that you can start going out there and you're doing things and you're screwing up and you're only hearing from people all the good. And then you think something is wrong with you because when you are trying things, you're pretty much experiencing bad. And I want you to know that that's actually okay. You're making mistakes. What you should be asking for and praying for is wisdom, which is allowing you now that you have the experience and you have some knowledge that you can combine your experience, making a mistake, with the knowledge, what you learn from the mistake, and then you can exercise wisdom. And if you're really smart, what you do is you learn the mistake from other people so that you don't have to necessarily go through that particular mistake. And as you do go through something, you're going to make another mistake and then you continue to learn and you repeat that cycle over and over and over again. Anyways, my point in saying all this is that I've made lots of mistakes and what I'm going to talk about is what I believe is one of the biggest mistakes that I've made in business and that is me thinking that my level of expertise with fulfillment was going to bring me new customers. Here's what that means. What that means is this. I thought, That because I had my OCS, which is Orthopedic Certified Specialty, for those of you that are not in physical therapy, because I had my CSCS, which is from the National Strength and Conditioning Association, that is your Certified Strength and Conditioning uh, Specialty. uh, And I thought that those two things, with my physical therapy degree, was going to make me very, very, very valuable in the marketplace. I thought that my expertise in fulfillment of physical therapy, oh, by the way, I, I didn't get the certification, but I did do all the manual therapy certifications through the University of St. Augustine. I'm so old that Stanley Paris was actually teaching me during those classes. For those of you that know Stanley Paris, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, my, my point is, is that I thought that that was going to be enough for me to actually open up a practice and succeed. I also thought that because I worked with professional athletes at that time, I was working with WTA players. I was working with like maybe like at any given time, probably five to seven people. I was basically the physical therapist for a place called Satterbrook Tennis Resorts. I was working with professional tennis players, and I thought that everybody knew who these players were. And I realized that nobody really gives a damn, to be honest with you. I realized that nobody knew anything about what a CSCS was, not the normal public. I knew that nobody knew what an OCS was. Nobody cared that I was working with this person or that person from the, like, unless you're like a tennis nut, you don't care. And you know what I realized? I realized that my level of expertise in fulfillment was not going to be directly correlated to me getting more customers. It's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. Now, I am not going to totally crucify. Um residencies and this and that or whatever. I look, man, I think there's for some like I remember there's a point in my life that I just wanted to get really good at what I did and fulfillment. So if that's what you want to do, then fine. But what I will say is if you think a residency is going to directly correlate to you being more successful in business or more people wanting to work with you, you're probably wrong. I mean, I don't know what else to you're probably wrong. Uh If you want to get more people to work with you that don't know you, you've got to get really good at client acquisition. You've got to get really good at marketing. And marketing is, to me, broken down into three different categories. It's broken down into partnerships of people that already have the audience that you're looking for. So you got to develop partnerships with people. Uh, You've got to know where your potential customers are at. That could be online. That could be offline. That could be in certain parts of your community if you ever break a mortar. You got to know where they're at. And then you got to start to build a relationship with them and start to speak with them. That could be groups. That could be so many different things. Okay. And then number three is um, you're going to have to understand eventually at some point how to pay to be able to get people's attention. Like that's it. That's client acquisition. And you becoming the greatest. Healthcare professional, whether you're a dietitian, you're a therapist, you're whatever, like that does not correlate to you getting more customers. It just doesn't. So if I had to do it over, and that was a big mistake I made. If I had to do it over again, I would have spent more time focusing on how to get customers so that I can practice on. And less time focusing on how to get really, really good at my practice. Now, I do think it's important to get good at practice, but that's what I spent three and a half years of school to get good at. And I spent zero time in school learning how to get customers for me to practice on. So it's not that I'm not going to work at becoming better with my practice, but at this point, I realized that the scales are very tipped in one way. So that was one of the biggest mistakes that I made. I hope that this helps you. I hope that this serves you. If I had to do it over again, I would focus more of my efforts on developing the skills on how to find customers, how to find clients, how to talk to clients, how to talk to them where they're at, understand that they don't give a damn that I'm working with a tennis player from Serbia. They don't care that I'm working with some tennis player from Belgium. They really don't care. They don't. All they care about is themselves. They have no clue what's going on. They've heard a lot of stuff that is bad information. And my job is to connect with them and figure out how I can talk to their pain points and get them eventually to become a customer. And if you're good, then there's a probability that they will continue to work with you. And that's really it. And that's what I would say. So I hope that helps you guys. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Till next time.